0: turmoil over what might happen, dread in light of the possibility, the potential for harm, for embarrassment, for loss, from feeling uneasy to feeling undone, a vain attempt to gain control over what we know is beyond our control. Which of us has not felt this way? Those rough times often force us to look at other options, to see things from another perspective. They challenge our tunnel vision and open new doors and windows. In many ways, they are a blessing in disguise. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at often change. Let's listen now as Dr. Dixon comes forth with how to get through hard times. Well, hello there.
1: I know that we are all the way through the beginning of the year. How about that? And I'm so excited because this is a season and a time that a lot of people are talking about tough times, hard times. It's a resurrection season for us who are believers. And so it's just a time that people are, you know, having a lot of, of dedications and rededications of their lives and letting go of a lot of things they've gotten comfortable with and changing things up. I want to talk with you today because many times when you do that, it causes some difficulties, some hard times in our lives. So I want to share with you how you can get through some hard times, just some simple, basic steps on today. All right, let's go through them because I want to share because life is a series of peaks and valleys. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, but it's the difficult times. It's in those times where you need just a little support and guidance. And that's what I'm going to do today because I'm a firm believer that it's how you respond in moments of defeat that really define the type of person that you are. All right. And then when you do that, you can improve your ability to navigate through difficult times. You not only live a happier life, but you also grow as a person. All right? So let's talk about them. Number one, stay positive. Life is not the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it is. The way you cope is what makes the difference. Remember that. And I know it sounds like a cliche, and it is. But the thing about cliches is that they're typically true. Staying positive is only a small part in getting through your difficult time. But it's an important part. And when you stay positive, you're putting yourself in the best position possible to not only make it through those bad times, but become a better person in the process. Isn't that wonderful? So in staying positive, you can do one of two things when it takes a turn for the worse. You can remain positive and remain in that position of reminding yourself that there really is a light at the end of the tunnel and that you'll make it through. Or you can curl up in that fetal position and relegate yourself to being nothing more than a victim of circumstance. The choice is yours. (laughs) And I'm not saying you can never have a bad day or get a little discouraged or shed a tear. But I am saying you have to eventually pick up the pieces and start moving forward. Number two, get creative. You know, there are times when you can't do much to change your situation. You just have to deal with it. But there are other times when you can actively work to make the situation better. The solution won't be in plain sight, because if it was, you probably wouldn't have gotten in that situation in the first place. But if you can take a step back and see the bigger picture, you may discover some things that can help you. (laughs) A great example of getting creative during a difficult time is the story behind Wrigley's gum. The founder, William Wrigley Jr., was a soap and baking powder salesman in the 1890s, and he always offered free gum to all of his clients. With his career as a salesman taking a turn for the worse, he noticed one thing that forever changed his life. People loved the gum he gave away more than the products he was actually selling. It was that one creative insight that got him through that difficult time and made him a monumental success. Number three, learn from your difficult times. Facing difficulties, is inevitable, but learning from them, that's optional. That's a choice. When I find myself in the middle of an ugly situation, I like to pick everything apart and see what went wrong and what I could have done differently. And I always end up learning something that helps me. And eventually, I get a clearer picture. Yeah, really clear of what I need to do to make sure I'm not in that same situation again. Or if I do find myself in a similar situation, I know what to do to minimize the difficulty of that situation. It's easier getting through a difficult time when you know the chances of it happening again are slim to none. One of my Carol Dixon 101s that I say all the time, if you got me once, shame on you. If you got me twice, shame on me. (laughs) In other words, you see, you've got to learn from your difficult times. Number four, change it up. After you identify the key takeaways from your difficult situation, you just need to make a change. If it's a change you can implement immediately, you do it. You don't wanna be in the middle of a difficult situation longer than necessary. If it's something that you can't implement right now, take note of it so you can use it when the situation calls for it. But it's pointless to learn from a difficult time and if what you've learned doesn't directly affect your actions. I've really come to embrace the difficulties and struggles that life hands me because I know there's a silver lining in each one of them you're a lot more resilient than you give yourself credit for. And I tell you one thing, when you start embracing those difficult times, it makes all the difference in the world because it is then and only then that you can learn from it. As long as you're fighting it, as long as you're upset, as long as you got the wrong attitude, you cannot learn from that situation. And whatever God allows us to go through, Whatever levels in life that we find ourselves in, in the series of peaks and valleys, if we learn to embrace those times, we'll find there's a silver lining there that will change us forever. Mm -hmm. And the chances are they won't happen again. No, no, no. Number five, know what you're grateful for. Gratitude means showing appreciation for all the good in your life. Instead of focusing on the negative, you get clear about what it is that you're grateful for. It, you know, you can write it out and make your note. I'm, I'm, I'm a writer. I love to write things out. I have to say that I was a Franklin carrier. <laughs> I carried my Franklin everywhere. And uh, when the iPad came out and My kids gave me an iPad. Oh, I just love the new technology. And I switched over to it. Why? Because I can put my notes in there. I can write things in there. Oh, and trust me. I do. Write out everything in your life you can think of that you're grateful for having or experiencing. And even more powerful, you can begin to do an exercise if you start thinking of the one person you're most grateful for. Or why not write a note or text to them and, and just say, I'm grateful for having you in my life. Then give them a call or even text them. If you give them a call, read the note to them. If you text them, oh, they'll read the note that you text to them. But do it. Do something. Know what you're grateful for. The difficult time you're going through will start to seem less significant when it's compared to everything that's going right in your life. Number six, focus on what you can control, not what you can't. Some situations are beyond your control. And no matter what you do, you can't change a thing. You're setting yourself up for frustration when you focus your time and energy on things you can't control. You're also making the situation seem even more bleak than it actually is because you're focusing on the negatives. And I tell you, you can burn up some energy that way. But instead, if you focus on the things that are within your control, because that's the only way you can make a change that's actually going to help you, uh, do that. And you'll find your energy level increase. Oh, yes. And you'll, you'll find yourself just being clearer mentally. It helps so much when you focus on what you can control and not what you can't. Number seven, realize you've come a long way. Sometimes we get so focused on the road ahead that we never look back to see what we've already traveled. Isn't that true? Give yourself credit for everything you've already done. You'll give yourself a confidence boost when you do that. You'll realize that you've already made so much progress that the light at the end of the tunnel will get brighter. (laughs) Number eight, Build up your community. I say a lot of times, your faith community. You know, having the right people around you is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. When the times get tough, you wanna to surround yourself with people who are loving and caring and honest and available. You need them to be loving because a little love always make the bad days seem a little brighter. You need them to be caring because it helps to have someone who cares about your well-being as much as you do. But you also need them to be honest. You need someone who can look you in the eye, tell you the truth. Their honesty may be that one piece of information you need to get through the tough time. And you need them to be available. When you pick up the phone looking for some compassion or honesty, it helps to have someone who's actually going to answer. When you send that text through looking for someone to respond with compassion and honesty, it helps to have someone who will respond to your text. Mm. Community, faith community, it's important because it helps you to have someone who understands what it is that you're going through and that they can relate to your situation. If you can find that faith community, if you can find that place where you fit and they're there for you when you're going through a situation, you'll find out just how you made it and you'll find out just how they made it and the two of you will begin to talk or the two of you will begin to exchange and you'll apply it to your own life. It's a part that we call praise and worship at our faith community. Number nine, be kind to yourself. You need to care for yourself to survive tough times. Take a walk through the park. Oh, yes. Lift some weights. Oh, read an amazing book. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, It doesn't matter what you do, just do something that gets your mind and your body engaged at a higher level than wallowing in self-pity. Be kind to yourself. Number 10, forgive. If someone else is at fault for the bad situation you find yourself in, the natural response is to harbor anger or resentment towards that person. But what if instead you forgave that person? You accepted what happened, but you no longer held it against them. You would feel better because now, instead of focusing on the negative feelings you have toward that person, you can focus on moving forward. Do you know, forgiveness isn't about the other person. forgiveness is about you. Oh yes, you can't really get through a difficult time when your every thought is about how upset you are with the person who got you into that mess. It just makes things more difficult or maybe the difficult time you're going through is a direct result of something that you did. I've been there before too. (laughs) And I know I continually beat myself up about it. I couldn't forgive myself. I almost felt obligated to be hard on myself. The problem with that is it only makes things worse. You get caught in this revolving door of self-hatred and feeling worse. And there's a swirl of anger and frustration and self-doubt. It's ultimately a recipe for disaster. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I've just enjoyed sharing this with you today. How to make it through tough times. Oh, just read Daniel about the three Hebrew boys and Daniel. I'm telling you. And the fiery furnace and the lion's den. Oh, that book is just so encouraging. It is so lifting doing your series of peaks and valleys. And I tell you right now, you'll find out that that's just life. We're going to have peaks, we're going to have valleys. But I want you to know you can come out of it and you can find yourself a better person that you have grown in that situation. You did not allow life to get you down. Oh, well, this has been good today. Oh, yes, it has. How you can get through hard times. Well, this is my prayer for you. That God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. Oh, stay positive, stay productive, stay prayerful. I am
0: Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to DASH Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. DASH is a non organization and with your donations and generous giving will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to DASH Podcast, please email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, DASH is always on.